<laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Husk, what's up? Living your truth. I know what I want and I know what I need. Living my truth is really hard, but it's setting me free. Ain't got no time for the faking, cause the love is the point. The love, if they baby. knock me down, then I, I get up. Dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound. Don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that's right. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. How's everyone doing today? Another lovely Saturday. What's up to everybody up top? I see y'all. Everybody in the middle, y'all looking good. And down here around me, what it do? Hey, today's show, we're talking about it's my fault. Why do I get mad at what others do? Uh-huh. I see head shaking. I see this one. Oh, yeah. It's about to be on. Look, you know how we've been talking about self-control, self-love, self-awareness, loving the self? Well, this is just, not just, but this is another huge component of that continuum. When we get mad at what others do, that is our fault. I'm going to say it again. When we get mad at what others do, that is our fault. Now, I'm not referring to, well... Put it like this. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to get mad or angered. That's a natural human emotion. How we react, though, does matter. That plays a huge role in how this thing is going to go. Now, if you get cheated on, you do have a choice in how you respond, how you react to that. Because exacerbating the situation isn't going to make it any better for either person involved. Now I get letting it fly. I get expressing yourself. I even get screaming. I see ball players do it all the time, right? And they may do it in excitement, but sometimes they do that out of pure passion. Sometimes it's pure dominant strength and they feel it in that moment. So they got to let that out. I'm okay with that. But when I'm looking at a situation like perhaps driving on the freeway, we all know about road rage and the role it's played in society, the role it continues to play in society. It's also about the reactions, right? A lot of people are dealing with a lot of things out there on the road. You have no idea what someone's going through. So why would you give that other person that part of you? Why give them all that energy? Why do that to yourself? See, I know from experience that letting it all out, and letting it fly hasn't always served me well. It's gotten me into hot water. I've gotten me into hot water because of reacting that way. So when people do things, that is the moment for us to show up to ourselves. That's one of the most important moments for us to show up to ourselves. Because we're feeling something in that moment. We're feeling threatened. Is it fight or flight? Which is it? Am I in survival mode? And so... I have to process that. And in order to process that, I have to hold space for that within myself. And in order for me to hold space for it, I have to be aware of it. And in order for me to be aware of it, I have to be self-aware, self-loving, giving myself compassion in these moments. Because 
It does happen. We all have triggers, something perhaps from our past that gets us up in a, you know, a bit of a funk, if you will, a bit of turbulence, if you will. And so, you know, I love sharing my fun facts with y'all. And let's talk about this. Feelings of anger arise due to how we interpret and react to certain situations, right? Everyone has their own triggers for what makes them angry, but some common ones include situations in which we feel threatened, as I mentioned, attacked, frustrated, or powerless. No one likes those feelings. Those feelings spell sometimes trouble, uncertainty, right? Insecurity. Folks don't like feeling those things. But it is my fault if I respond in a road rage situation. If someone cuts me off, like it's been done many times, and I've cut people off. If I give them the bird, I just gave up my power. Never mind giving my power to them. What did they get from it? Well, they were able to get a rise out of me at best, and it probably fed their ego or their super ego. I can't control either one of those. So... For me to remain in control with myself, as I've stated before on this show, is one of the most powerful things a human can do. Self-control is the greatest power. It's not money. It's not diamonds. It's not plutonium and, you know, fossil fuels and all that stuff. Those are all great. But when it comes to the self and it comes to how we respond, know this. If we respond with that negative energy, violent energy, aggressive energy, well, not only are we going to invite that energy in, we are also going to put that energy into ourselves. And that can and will get in the way of our day. It can get in the way of being productive, right? I've been there. I have been there. I have been upset so bad that I couldn't move forward even in doing a simple task like leaving a note, checking an email. Yeah, that's how upset I would get. Because it's not just mentally that it's messing with me. It's also emotionally. The cortisol builds up. My body goes into the fight or flight, right? In my case, I would go mute. That's when you knew I was upset. If I was mute for a long time, that basically spoke to how upset I was. Like, you know, there's levels to this. And so, you know, it wasn't really something that I understood at a young age. I knew what the feeling was. See, one thing I do recall as a youngin, I recall being mad or angry or frustrated and not really understanding how, like the level of intensity, the level of intensity, how I felt. I felt, I thought everyone felt like that. But it wasn't until I got much older to where I was being told by my peers and even sometimes my siblings, like, yo, dude, you get really mad. And to me, I'm like, I'm hearing you get mad. I'm not hearing you get really mad. I'm hearing you get mad or you get mad often. But to me, it's more like, and? And as I got older, I was able to use that, as I've mentioned before in earlier episodes, as a defense mechanism. But now, as an adult, it really doesn't serve me well at all. And that's why I'm sharing my stories. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. Sit tight. We're paying some bills and we'll be right back. What you say? 
I heard it through the grapevine. Remember, practice positive self-talk. Treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him. Thank you all so very much for being here with me today. We are talking about it's my fault. Why do I get mad at what others do? It's simple. You, we, I have to control ourselves better. It's truly that simple. This is not rocket science. Though we as people make it difficult because we're in our head so much. When we think about pausing, or I should say, when I think about pausing the times in my past, even in the present future, for me, that's a real task to do because emotionally, my body already responds many times before my mouth even says anything. And I'm thankful to have been able to see that and feel that. And the more I bring attention to that, I bring more attention to myself about that. So I'm able to really hone in and focus and be intentional about my efforts as I go to explore and do the work on myself. Getting mad at other people is sometimes a response due to our past or things that we have experienced, maybe even in the present time. Now, I'm not saying that people, are, you know, other people are incapable of making me upset, but I still do play a role in that, right? Getting mad at others easily can also be, you know, signs of like anger and, you know, certain mental health conditions, including, you know, intermittent explosive disorder, bipolar disorder, disruptive mood, dysregulation disorder. I mean, there's so many disorders, but when we live in a world where so many people have so many different personalities and they all experience different parts of life at different times. Yeah, these disorders, they start to become labels on folks. And I'm not saying that there's no truth to any of this. What I'm saying is, by the way, shout out to BetterHelp.com. Thank you for that. What I'm saying is we still play a role in that just because we are inundated with certain disorders or impacted by them. And let me be very careful with this. Some of us can manage them. Some of us have a harder time managing them. And then some of us cannot manage them unless we use medication. My heart goes out to anyone having to manage anything that gets in the way of who they are or want to be or how they feel. I get it. It sucks. We can still show up to ourselves, though, just by being intentional and deliberate. That in itself will help us to manage and mitigate our lives one moment at a time. If you experience irritability or frustration, that can also lead to depression or anxiety, right? A lot of this we can do away with by exercising. I know it sounds crazy, but it's so true. Working the body out. Look, the human body is an amazing vessel. It is not meant to just sit in one place. It is a vessel. It is a machine. Okay. The better you treat it, the better performance it will give you. When our brain calls on our body parts and our limbs to do certain things, guess what? They show up. 
they will show up. But if we're not treating the body right and we're not nurturing the body the way it should, when we call on those parts of ourselves, they're going to show, they're not going to show up. They're going to break. They're going to sprain out. They're going to twist. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. They're going to cramp up. See, if you're paying attention to your plants when you get home and you're watering them and you're giving them sunlight, what are you doing to yourself? Like, think about that for a moment. The same way you got to feed a plant and give it light is the same way you got to feed yourself and give yourself light. It's the same thing. It's a cycle of life. It's right there in front of you. The plant's telling you what you should be doing. You see how green the plant is? The plant is that green because of the intent behind your treatment toward the plant. So you have to have that same intent. The way you treat yourself, the way I treat myself, I have that intent. I wake up every day with that intent. I move through the day with that intent. Is it normal to get mad at people? Eh, it depends on who you ask. Because everybody's going to have a different interpretation. We all feel angry at times. It's part of being human. Anger's normal. It's a healthy emotion, in fact. Right? Right. And it's so much of a healthy emotion, which we might experience if we feel attacked. So again, it's a healthy response given the situation. But if you're abusing it, like I have been known to abuse it in my past, ah, it's not a good look. Not only am I hurting people outside of who I am, but I'm also hurting myself. I'm really, really hurting myself because if I continue on with the behavior, then I'm perpetuating that behavior. I'm pushing that behavior forward. And if I want to be better and better, at living my truth, then it's my job to show up to me and to show up to me completely and transparently to show up to myself in a way that's going to be conducive with the results I want to see. Intermittent explosive disorder is a mental health condition. Some of you may or may not have ever heard about that, but that's what I felt like I was experiencing at one time. It's marked by frequent impulsive anger outbursts or aggression. I felt like that so many times. Now, I'm not a doctor, so I can't diagnose myself, obviously, but I know what I feel. I don't just feel something, read it, and be like, oh, that's me. Mm -mm. I do my research. But I love sharing information via my experiences so that others know that they don't have to feel isolated or alone, like no one really understands or really gets it. I tell you what. I get it. I definitely get it. I don't like the way I feel at times. And that's why I have to be intentional about my nutrition, my health, my fitness, even the way I talk and think to myself. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. Get your next nutrition coach at thebodysynthesis.com today. Don't forget to pick up my new book, Kiss by the Wind, a book of poems and passions, volume three, out now on Amazon Books. Go ahead and search Tavares Allen Garrett and get yourself a copy. Thank you for your support. Hey, 
Hey, what's up, everybody? Please say a prayer for those over in Turkey and continue praying for those in Ukraine. The world, as we all know, is going through a very dark time right now. So please, let's shine a light and show love. Thank you. And until the next time, be the best versions of yourself. Peace. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him, you are them, and together we are we. Today, we're talking about it's my fault. Why do I get mad at what others do? I see faces in the crowd looking at me like, mm, I don't know about this. Look, hey, all I got to share is my experiences. It's taken me a very long time to get here. Here as in to this point, okay? Here as in to this space within myself to where I'm like, okay, let's be logical, for so long in my life, I led with so much emotion and passion, aggression and anger, frustration, all of it. I was happy too. But a lot of the times that's what I felt and really didn't understand why or where it was coming from. Now I'm finally in a position to where I'm inten intentionally looking at these things. And I'm not hyper-focused on them, but I'm definitely paying attention. You know, ways that we can possibly stop getting mad at people. I'm just going to share a few of them with you. And I want to say thank you to mayoclinic.org. One, think before you speak. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of y'all kind of smiling. Mm-hmm. That's right. Looking up in the sky like, oh, who, me? Oh, yeah, you. <laughs> me too. I'm in there with you. Think before we speak. Man. Four words that could change your life. Change your life if you do it, if you actually do it. But a lot of us at times, I know me, I've taken things so personal. I felt like it was a personal attack and indeed it was not. And I took it there. So when I take it there, what do you think the other person does? Oh, they meet me there. And when they meet me there, what are we trying to do? We're trying to one up each other the whole way. No one's hearing anybody say anything. And by the end of it all, we're both frustrated, possibly sweating, angry about exactly what. Think before you speak, ladies and gentlemen. That includes me, too. Number two, once you're calm, express your concerns. Calm it down. Bring it down. Feel your butt in the seat. Are you grounded in the moment? Do you feel grounded? What I, what I mean by that is, do you feel the ground beneath your feet? Do you feel your butt in the seat? Do you feel yourself? Okay. Now you're grounded. Now we start to think logically. Now we look at the situation and say, okay, what about that triggered me? What about that do I not like? Did I not appreciate? Why am I feeling a kind of way about what he or she or they said? Right? All right. Number three, get some exercise. I mentioned this earlier. The body is an incredible vessel. Incredible. Treat it like such. You can't just treat the body like whatever. You can't just not do things to make the body feel good. If you do, well, you know the results. I mean, I don't have to spell it out for you. Number three or number four, sorry. Take a time out. Mm -hmm. Walk away. Do a breathing exercise. Meditate. Mm -hmm. Count and walk. Right. Or just go sit somewhere. Go in your car. Go to the park, sit on a bench. See, it's not just 
not being a part of conflict. What we actually get out of it is a sense of control, a sense of empowerment, a sense of peace, a sense of calmness that we then can install and work with instead of installing the other things, the anger, right? The frustration and the explosiveness and, you know, the, I will say, derogatory comments. If we put those installments in place, we're in trouble. We're going to just push this nasty narrative forward. Number five, identify possible solutions. How can you work through this? Are you holding space for you and the other person to work through it? Or is everyone just yelling? Is everyone coming in with the energy first instead of coming in with their minds or just coming in with a sense of, okay, let's just talk about this. Is everyone good to talk about it? You can even wait until everyone's good to talk about it. No one has to speak, especially in the moment when they're angry or mad. I suggest taking a moment unless you can manage that. If you can manage it, then manage it and move on. Number six, stick with I statements. Mm -hmm. A lot of us get caught up in you need to, they need to, we need to. No, stick to the I statements. Why? Because that spells out accountability. That spells out individual. Okay, it really looks and says what it needs to about I, me, the self. Have to be intentional about that. Have to be intentional about that. I'm going to say it again. Have to be intentional about that. (laughs) But it's true. Because otherwise... If I don't pay attention to how I'm responding, if I'm not mindful, well, then it's whatever. And when it is what it is, then it becomes what it is or is not. And that can really suck because if we blew up a friendship over something something so minute, something so so insignificant, mm, I've been there. I've been there. I've had friendships like that and there's no winner in that. Nothing feels good about that. I still think about those friends because I'm like, damn, you know, think before we speak, right? Stick with the I statements. Number seven, don't hold a grudge. I'm guilty of that several times. I would hold a grudge and not even give it a second thought. I no longer do that because... Grudge is a level of anger. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a vehicle that says, stay away from me. I don't want you around me. And I don't, and rather not move with that energy. Nor does it serve me any purpose in my life. Perhaps at one time I may have thought it did. And I'm okay with saying that. Because I'm owning it. However, I'm also okay with saying that it no longer serves me a purpose as well. And I've evolved and moved on from that behavior. Number eight. Use humor to release tension. Humor definitely helps. My buddy Otis, my brother, what up, O? One of the funniest men I know. One of the most charismatic men I know. His timing (laughs) is incredible. Especially when it comes to his comedic characteristics. What up, O? I've seen him 
turn tough situations into lighter situations literally in the moment. And sometimes people, I believe, need to feel a little humor in the moment because, well, it humanizes the moment. And when we're in those spaces, I feel like that's when we show up to ourselves best. Take time. Use the I statements. Don't be so quick to blame. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him. We'll be right back. Hey, Tavares here from Living Your Truth with Tavares. Always take time for your mental health. You matter. You are very important. And many people love having you around. So take the time for your mental health. I know life can get crazy. I know we all get busy. I know we got to be here, there, here. Oh, yeah. And can't forget that meeting. I get it. But take the time to give yourself enough time so that you can cruise along into your day and about your day. There's no need to be playing catch up throughout the day. We all hate that feeling. I know I do. I can't stand rushing. It gets on my last nerve. So I do myself the honor and the privilege of giving myself a bit more time just so that I don't have to rush. There's no need to build up all that angst, all that cortisol inside your body, all that adrenaline. It's not good for you. So give yourself the time and have a great day. We'll see you next week. Welcome back to Living Your Truth with Tavares. This is another lovely Saturday. We are talking about it's my fault. How and why do I let others get me mad? And look, it is simple. I said it before and I'm going to say it again. All comes back to the self. Our responses. Look, I've been in clubs. I've had my footstep on my, you know, brand new shoes. And I've got into situations over that. Now, that to me is one of those generational behaviors. We've heard it through generations. People step on people's foot in the club. Someone hits somebody in the mouth. Next thing you know, there's an all out brawl. Everyone's on edge feeling like someone's out to personally disrespect him. Also, what's part of the issue is that people no longer really use their manners. No one's saying thank you. Please excuse me. As a society, ladies and gentlemen, we have to be. Let me rephrase that. We should. Let me rephrase that. As a society. We would move forward together in so much more harmony if we all were more mindful and used our basic mannerisms. There you go. I like how that came out. We're all in this together. Okay? None of us get out of here alive. <laughs> right? The generations just keep reproducing and they keep moving forward. And so when we want to do away with those generational behaviors, we have to change ourselves. In changing ourselves, we then... Share that change with our seeds, our siblings, our youngins, our young adults, young, you know, so on and so forth. We begin to change it by changing ourselves. Individuals start to pick up on that vibration. They start to see, oh, we no longer handle things like that. We handle things like this. That's the only way to do it. If everyone still is being, you know, feeling like it's a personal vendetta against them. I've been there. Then we continue to move with that energy. And in moving with that energy, we continue to push that narrative forward, whether we intend to or not. 
So what I'm saying is, how hard is it to be mindful of that? Is it really that hard? I know we're all only human. But I can't help but think about if we all put a little bit more intention into what we were doing or the way that we were thinking. How are we thinking? You know, is it always just about social media and the whole look at me generation? Hey, I'm a part of them too. I'm not throwing no shade. All I'm saying is let's utilize our social medias to drive change. Like, we do all this other stuff on there, but why not utilize the access we have to each other? The access we have is amazing access. If you think about it on a global scale, it's crazy. Anyone can do anything right now and put it out there at a moment's notice. You don't need a production company. You don't even need a, di- a distribution company. If you work hard enough and you carve out your space, your lane within the global Social media realm, you actually can make a difference. Like you can actually penetrate through some people will hop on. They'll help you along your journey. That's the beautiful thing about it. Will you meet everybody in the world? No, that'll never happen. However, you can definitely drive enough change to get people talking and responding and even sharing. It's amazing what we can do when we put our minds to it. It's amazing. It could be something as simple as being hungry or tired that could even drive someone to being upset or angry or responding and reacting in a crazy manner. It could even be dehydration. Too much dehydration causes irritability. Definitely causes bad decision making. That's for sure. Maybe something recently happened in your life that has you feeling scared, angry, stressed out. Look, mental health struggles can also make you irritable. So if you haven't taken care of your mental health, there's tests out there. It's okay to get evaluated, ladies and gentlemen. I've been evaluated a few times, and I'm so glad that I did. How else are you going to know what you don't know? How else are you going to fix what you don't know could be broken or needs a little fixing? Perhaps a little TLC. These are things that are important. To the self, you want to better yourself? You want to lift the fog, the mental fog? You want to get out of your own way? You want to go after that promotion? You want to do that amazing race? You want to climb that mountain? You want that new vehicle? I mean, come on, let's think about this for a minute. The better we are as human beings, the better everything will get around us. The better you'll become as a parent, a teacher, an employee. A business owner. I mean, I can go on and on. Whatever you want to be, you can be better at it just by bettering yourself. You don't have to better the job. The job is going to be better if you're better. That's the bottom line. That's it. So to me, it's not so much about being the best football player or basketball player or baseball player, but being the better you and understanding simply and plain, the better you are, well, the better you are for everything that you're going to be a part of and involved in. That's how that really goes. Okay? We have to be mindful of how we're moving through life. I have had to be and still am having to be. Like, there's no days off. Gotta be mindful. Gotta be on point. Are there days off? I mean, look, I know I said there's no days off, but no, there's not. (laughs) There's not. Not for me. 
I mean, even when I'm on vacation, I have to be mindful. I mean, I'm a bit relaxed because I'm on vacate. But I don't take it lightly. Doesn't mean that I'm all hyper-focused. Doesn't mean that. It means that I'm mindful. It means that I do my best to be intent, intentional with my choices, my decisions, and my actions. Okay? I find that to be extremely, extremely important. I can't mess around with that. There's, there's no reason for me to mess around with that. You understand what I'm saying? Why would I want to mess around with that? This is me trying to build me. The actions we take are dictated by our priorities. So when I think about that, I'm like, hmm, it's up to me to be on me to make sense of what I'm experiencing. The three types of anger, I'll give them to you. Passive aggression. We heard a lot about that. Open aggression. That sounds like it was more me growing up. And then assertive anger. Again, I can relate to all of those. That's one of the reasons I started this podcast platform. That's one of the reasons to speak to this, to bring attention to things like this. There's people out there feeling ways about things. And so I thought it'd be great to be a part of a conversation that I know I can relate to. Passive aggression. Let's, 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 let's look at this. Many don't like to admit that they are angry because they don't like confrontation. See, people avoid confrontation because of the way they feel. I've been there too. Others, they invite that in, okay? It comes out in things like, you know, becoming silent when you're angry. I just mentioned that. Soaking, procrastinating, putting stuff on hold that you need to do, okay? Pretending everything is fine when it's not. Passive aggression comes from a need to be in control. Want a hand with dealing with it? Look in yourself. Turn to yourself. If you need professional help, go get that. Open aggression. On the other hand, many people have a tendency to lash out in anger and rage, becoming physically or verbally aggressive and can oftentimes hurt themselves or others. Yeah. You can physically hurt yourself or emotionally. Okay. Even mentally. Showing up to ourselves is paramount. Assertive anger. The healthy way to deal with anger is by being controlled and confident, taking and listening and open, being open to help and dealing with the situation. Assertive anger can help relationships to grow. It means thinking before you speak, being confident in how you say it, yet open and flexible to others and their side and what it means to be patient, not raising your voice, communicating how you feel, the way you feel, why you feel emotionally and really trying to understand what others are feeling. When we deal with anger assertively, we demonstrate mature behavior. Mmm. Mm-hmm. What you know about that? Mm-hmm. Just drop that thing on you, huh? You're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh is right. Oh, my gosh is right. I'm thankful to be in a space where I'm able to share and realize through my experiences. I continue to journey through my experiences. My evolution is never done. I'm never done reaching my fullest potential. And guess what? Neither are you. So don't cheat yourself. Treat yourself like you matter like you're beautiful like you are the most gorgeous human being not to be confused with being conceited or arrogant that's not what i'm talking about love yourself i've gotten better at loving myself it is a journey and it does take intention it does take work but who better to do the work for you than you 
Nobody else knows you better than you. And that's why you will be better at being a better you. If you have comments, questions, or concerns, or just want to say hello, you can email me at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. If you are on Twitter, we are at L-I-V-I-N-U-R truth. And if you are on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook, we are at Living Your Truth Podcast. I want to thank each and every single one of y'all who has tuned in today and who tune in every single time the show is on. I want to encourage everyone to love yourself, to seek the answers within yourself, and to go ahead and try Tavares' famous mirror talk. It really does work. There's thousands of people doing this. I really appreciate being here with each and every single one of you, no matter where you're listening from, no matter what country you're in. I love you and I appreciate you. Until the next time, be the better versions of yourself and live your truth. Peace. Pussycat Perla here. Fluffy in the front, tight in the back. And if we going up, we going all the way up. You dig? Y'all check it here. Be sure to tune in every Saturday to new episodes of Living Your Truth with Tavares. You know what it is, baby. Pussycat Perla. Meow. Next time on Living Your Truth with Tavares. Stay in motion. Be active. On the next Living Your Truth with Tavares. Be sure to email us at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're on Twitter, we are at L-I-V-I-N-U-R Truth. And if you're on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook, we are at Living Your Truth Podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Husk. What's up? Living your truth. I know what I want and I know what I need. Living my truth is really hard, but it's setting me free. Ain't got no time for the faking, cause the love is the point. If they knock me down, then I, I get up, dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound. Don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that's right. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares.